Shark Buggy. Shark Buggy. Shark Buggy. Hello and welcome to another episode of Shat Bagley. All things loose and disorderly with me, Katie Johnson, and my good friend Howard Middleton from the Great British Bake Off. We're on episode 89, so other things with the same number. Drink cans crushed by hand in one minute, achieved last month by Vispi Karadi at Surat in India on the 4th of October. Eye spots on the underside of the wing belonging to the Di3a Clymena, I apologise if I've not pronounced that correctly. It's a species of butterfly found from Mexico to Peru and Brazil. The underside is red and white with black stripes that look like an outline number 89 or 98. And times a year, the average Singapore adult makes love. That's the highest in Asia, apparently, all according to a survey by Jorex. So I hope this finds you well and still tuning in after our short break. Glyn and I managed to escape to Cyprus, which was great, but lovely to catch up with my old pal H again. Did you have a nice holiday? That's right. This was what I was looking forward to. Just a lovely chat with you. Oh, Yay. Lovely. <laughs> Rod's lovely. Yeah. First week, just just spent sleeping. I was so tired. Can't believe it. <laughs> we just slept, H. Yeah, it was lovely. Thank you very much. Sunshine. And... Do you get a better quality of sleep in Cyprus, though? Yes, because also we've no animals. I say we haven't any animals to look after while we're out there. We did this time. That's another story. Did we did. We did. And um, <laughs> But normally we'll sleep at night because there's nothing to worry about. And then I'll, we might have a snoozy in the day. And yeah. Um, yeah. But we did have animals to look after. We've been going to this place, it's a, a friend's villa, who are Cypriot, and we've been going yeah. several years. It's just a bolt hole, really. And yes, we've had the odd... Oh, cast. I love that. That's such a posh term, isn't it? A bolt hole. Is I it? Love that. Yes. No, it's oh, yeah. not, not a posh term at all. <laughs> what you like, it's a bolt hole, bolt hole. Anyway, normally we've had cats there, and yeah, okay. And they do their own thing. Well, first morning opened the curtain and they'd had some really bad weather when we had arrived and there yeah. was this really straggly looking female cat with a kitten <gasps> oh never had a kitten there ever before well this was no. the first morning howard so yes <laughs> operation kickstart because glenn and i i don't know if i've ever said we are allergic to cats so no, I didn't know. That. Yeah, so can't touch uh -huh. them. If we touch them, I have to wash my hands straight away. Uh, if if, if yeah. I'm too close to them, I start to inside, for instance, sneezing, coughing, all that. Oh. But you can't have little souls struggling, can you? So anyway, to but put, did you manage to keep them outside then, or did they have? Did you have to get in contact with she them? She wanted to keep coming inside. I think whether somebody oh. along the line had done that anyway. To cut a very long story short, <laughs> after a period of time, we were feeding them regularly. So she was feeding her baby still, and we were feeding her. Yeah. And then little ones started to go onto solids. Oh, they were adorable. And then I thought, <laughs> right, okay, we will find a home. Well, how silly am I? Because Cyprus have more cats than people, apparently. And uh, so... And so sanctuaries, I thought, right, okay, a sanctuary. All the sanctuaries are full. 
absolutely full and they were very apologetic and i thought well, what am i going to do what am i going to do anyway to cut an even longer story even shorter there was <laughs> they we, we found an amazing woman and yeah. an american lady called luann she lives over there now i think she's from did she say she's from indianapolis originally but she's moved over there oh bless her she's she's had some rough times herself but anyway she goes over there and she is a volunteer and helps the cats of cyprus and out of her own money she's been trapping them neutering them and releasing them so they call it tnr amazing project right. so yeah so so we had this thing with well if you if you catch the cats you obviously can't neuter the little one because it's he's too small beautiful little ginger thing um but mum and also she had a missing eye it was not very well Oh. So I spoke to the owner of the villa. Is there any chance they can stay if we neuter the mum, vaccinate them and worm them so they're fit and healthy and they'll be able to keep the vermin down in the banana plantations which surrounds the villa? Anyway, they yeah. said yes. So wow. she came, trapped, neutered mum and then released and uh, I paid for it. So... Oh, so <laughs> <laughs> So somebody. So anybody but expecting a, a gift from Cyprus, it's like no, special. Yeah. So I've done that, and I've also done a monthly donation to her to keep that because she's going to pop in occasionally. The owners yeah. promise when there's no guests that he will feed them, and in in Cyprus, if a Cypriot says they promise, they do promise. Yeah. So yeah. fingers crossed, and then in the spring next year, little one will be neutered, which I'll pay for. And then, um, yeah. But, but guess what? I, well, apparently, when he caught it, normally if it's a ginger cat, all ginger, it's a boy. But she's a little girl. Which, oh. I know. But what did I call her? Ginger. No. <laughs> no. Right. Really silly. Marmalade. No. 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 So, if you say kitten, what was going on in my head? So, kitten. Kitten, mitten. No. No. <laughs> Caboodle. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, how lovely. Yeah, so she's called Caboodle. Oh. So I've had to call the mum Kit, so it's Kitten Caboodle now. But yeah, so that's oh. so... Because I'm flying... I'm, she trapped them, took them away, burst into tears. I hopeless. Oh, yeah. gosh. Leaving them yesterday. <laughs> cried. So there we are. So anyway, so can I just say... If anybody wants to know more, it's called Fishing for Felines, as in cat, F-E-I-N-E-S. She's on Facebook, she's on Instagram, the most amazing woman, and you can follow all the links. So if you're interested, wow. because she then, because there's so many kittens, she then flies them out to the countries. So UK, Germany, I know she does, very popular. So Fishing for Felines, if you want to have a look. Wow. Hmm. Lovely. So, yes. Anyway, so so what you've been up to? You, you've missed me then. Oh, I have. Yes. Oh. oh yeah, well, I, yeah. No, because you you sort of get. Well, it's it's not just the conversation, is it? I mean, I've spoken to other people in the time when you've been away, so it's not. <laughs> you mean not you, like I've kept you, you mean you've seen someone else, H? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> no, but it's not like I've kept completely silent. But... <laughs> yeah but yes it is it is nice it's it's lovely i did a class which was funny the the other uh, other week we'd got a, um, a few shot bag listeners on that and uh 
someone said, oh, have you got a, a June moment? And it's like, like as if I've just got them that I can pull them out of a hat or something. So I, I said, no, no, I haven't actually. But I, this was the week when it was a compilation of June moments. Uh, so I referred them back to uh, Good, to us, good. Yeah. Oh, bless you. I tell you uh, what, though, there was, uh, I, I nearly didn't get through the holiday because nowhere on the island had Malibu. No. Not one bottle. Not has one this, bottle. Has this been a problem before? No. 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 There's always been Malibu. So yeah, we yeah. went to several establishments, not nothing. So I just had to make do without Malibu. But I love when you're on holiday in the sunshine, Malibu and pineapple with ice. <sighs> Can't you defer it? Can't you now that you're back, get yourself a bottle of Malibu <laughs> and just pretend you're still on holiday? <laughs> I could get one of those sun lamps. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, but how strange. I even found myself looking up shortage of malibu cyprus anyway there was nothing reported so uh, yeah but i couldn't believe it i thought no and then i did have an incident which i will share with you but i won't show you the picture where we are you can hear if anybody drives up the drive yeah now it's this it's this scenario that's come up many times when you and i've chatted on shepagley when there comes a period of time in the day when the bra comes off Yes. All right. Or yeah. stays off yeah. because obviously you're on holiday. So if you've been yeah, and you're swimming, absolutely. Cozy. Yeah. But of course, if somebody comes up the drive and you haven't got your bra on, the bra has to go has to go on. But because yeah. I don't leave the bra downstairs, I have to go upstairs. You see, fly upstairs, and because there's no <laughs> curtains, <laughs> when you hear that, you think, oh, and I've got uh, I don't know ten seconds to then leave the the lounge up the stairs then I'm out of sight. So if anybody does not you it, Can't you have an upstairs bra and a downstairs bra? Well, now you tell me that, perhaps I could. But then I've still got to put it on, and if there's no curtains, where do I put it on? Anyway, normally I'm all right with this. I've got it sussed. Well, this was early on. So I haven't been used to it. I haven't been practising. Oh, Howard, I went smack straight into the end banister. My right bosom. Oh, no! Oh, the pain. Ooh. Oh, no. And then the biggest of bruises. That's why I won't show you, won't show you the picture. But the biggest of bruises. So I had a bruised bosom for a week. Oh, with your right bosom. I thought you said with a rice pudding. <laughs> I went straight in the banister with a, a rice pudding. <laughs> what would I be doing with a rice pudding on my bosom? I don't know. <laughs> Oh, you were in a rush. <laughs> but <laughs> there are so many things coming out of that. Would I be having a rice pudding in a hot country? No, How close to true. my bosom would it be? And why would I have a bruise from a rice pudding? <laughs> so I, oh. I see your hearings come on then since I've. Uh... It has, hasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, ooh, uh -huh. flipping heck. Yes, yeah, so um, that won't happen again. No, I must admit, I thought I thought rice pudding might be one of those euphemisms for something else. <laughs> right. <laughs> no. 
Perhaps we perhaps we shouldn't have two weeks off, Howard. Because yeah, <laughs> I think it. This is it. It all builds up, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah. oh, bless you. But no, I've missed you. Missed you. I did message a couple of times just to keep an eye on you to say hello. Well, I replied, didn't I? Yeah. Just saying. Oh, I'd that's still... all right. <laughs> oh dear. Or I thought I thought you might have messaged somebody else to keep an eye on me, like I've had a little stalker or something. <laughs> Oh, yes, we missed, didn't we? Angela Lansbury, who died recently. We did, we did. Yes, we didn't talk about her because it coincided with the... Shortly before she died, there'd been a book released called Murder, She Cooked, which is all recipes connected with... uh, What did they call her? Jessica Fletcher, isn't it? That's the character that she played. But yeah, it led me to a website called um, Silver Screen Suppers, mm-hmm. and it's all about it's got it's it's a really really interesting website that's got all kind of food tales and recipes connected with film stars. Ah. So yeah, some of them are a bit far fetched. Are they? <laughs> <laughs> then... If you put if you look for the story about Dean Martin. Mm. Um, it's under the same section as Margaret Rutherford. And you think, well, I don't know what Dean Martin and Margaret Rutherford have got in common, to be honest. (laughs) Anyway, apparently Dean Martin came up with a recipe for a burger. So there is a Dean Martin burger. And the person who'd written this article was actually watching a Margaret Rutherford film at the time they were eating a Dean Martin burger. I thought, that's a bit... Yeah. You're stretching it a bit there, isn't it? Mm. She had nothing to do with this burger. No, and she might not no. have wanted to be associated with a burger. Or Dean Martin. No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never know. No. <laughs> oh. Did you see also who died? The lady who did all the um, recipes from Julia Child, didn't she? And it was the character, was it Meryl Streep played Julie? Julie Powellbesser, the writer, who spent a year cooking every recipe in Julia Child's Mastering the Art of French Cooking, which led to the popular food blog, The Julie oh, Julie yeah, Project, yeah. which she was... She wasn't that old, was she? 49. She 49. Oh, gosh. But that was the movie which starred Meryl um, Streep. Yes. Um, but yeah. isn't that sad? 49. That's really sad. This is getting like my mum says every time she speaks to her friend Chris. She gets a list of people that have died. Oh. It's like, yeah, it's sad, isn't it? I guess oh, it's going to have to happen, isn't it? That's the thing. Yeah, um, yeah. But also, Julia Child, little known fact, linking that, she was part of a project that helped to see if a food source could repel sharks away from planes and submarines. No. When they crashed or were in trouble. Yeah. She was part of the Office of Strategic Services, and one of the things they tried, which didn't work, was asparagus. So there's a whole thing of Julia Child, who helped the the OSS try yeah. and um, find something to repel sharks from a submarine. Or a what plane. did they do? What did they give the passengers? Asparagus to throw out in case they crashed? Then or something? no, it was to coat to coat. The oh, yeah. the coat, the ah, right. I'm thinking that's <laughs> you have to have like 
In case of an emergency, if we do crash land into water, please throw the asparagus. <laughs> but what a fascinating thing to hear. Yeah. So um, yeah. cooking up a shark repellent, uh, the most effective wow. chemical they found was copper acetate. It was a mixture of copper acetate and a black dye, which together gave the, I think it was a smell of dead shark, interesting enough, that that was oh. uh, that kept them away. But yeah, so yet again, I mean, we thought we knew everything we knew about Julie Child, but we don't. I don't think we do. We've we've still got our fingers crossed that it won't be too long before there's a second series of, oh, of yes. that to watch. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. there'll be lots more to discover, I'm sure. Do you remember last year? Well, of course you would. When you turned up unexpectedly at that WI. Oh, yes. To say hello yes. to you. Yeah. So I've had a, a lovely email from, was it WEM? Yes. WEM Group of yeah. WIs. Yeah. Do you remember me judging a cake? There was only one, wasn't there? Which was the one that, that won. There was one, edible. there was, yeah, and there was one rejected. Wasn't there? Oh, one that. rejected it in that it didn't meet the criteria. Mm. That's right. Mm -hmm. And uh, yes, and I was secretly quite relieved that at least one of the cakes did meet the criteria and was delicious enough to win. Yes. Well, apparently that cake went on to a further competition right. and won the Shropshire Federation's Great WI Cake Off competition wow. this week. Wow! Yay! Oh, well done. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Oh, that's good. I didn't make it. I just said it was a nice No, cake. but good. The, that was the one that went through. And it went on to win the, the county. It went to win. Yes. Oh. Have they not invited you back then? I thought that's where this was going. I thought it might have been, but no. I thought... <laughs> Once is enough, they said. Yeah, yeah, we've heard yeah. from him. We need someone else now. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about uh, emails and what have you and messages. Muffin Mary, there was a review a week before we had a bit of a break. And it yeah. was Muffin Mary CPA. And I think we came up with all sorts, didn't we? What it could possibly stand for. Oh, yes. And yeah. um, it is for Certified Public Accountant. So because oh. Muffin Mary got in touch... <laughs> Oh, so goodness. thank you very much indeed Muffin Mary then Cindy got in touch she said I found what I think was Marguerite Patton's last book Spam the Cookbook published in 2000 I bought it because finding any books by Patton here in the States is a score uh, I'm guessing that means that not many of them is that right? Or yes, a result. it's a bit, a, a, bit result. Of, a bit of an achievement a right. result, yes, that's right yeah Obviously, this takes off from her work in World War II when she had to come up with recipes for the newly acquired Spam that British housewives could relate to. It's a small, thin book which includes the history of Spam and especially its role in World War II for both soldiers and civilians. Mm. So, um, now, Lisa is in Bellingham in the States. I had to laugh when you said the term raining cats and dogs could be from a French phrase meaning cows peeing. My father grew up on a remote farm in a very rural area of southern Illinois. He used to say it's raining like a cow peeing on a flat rock. 
<laughs> so we're elaborating now. Not just a cow peeing. It's a now cow peeing on a flat rock. Said so our ancestors on that side were French, who spent a generation or two in Germany before emigrating to the States in the 1700s. Maybe they brought the original saying with them and improved it. Uh, thank you very wow. much indeed, Lisa. So I love all these. And Haita Emmy, who says, I'm a long-time fan of Howard from Great British Bake Off. I've just listened to the podcast for the very first time. I'm hooked. It's informative, funny, and just delightful. It feels like I'm in a cosy chat with friends. So thank you very much indeed. Oh, yeah, lovely. So that's lovely. So even while we've been away, we've had messages, be it Instagram, Facebook, or on our email as well, podcast at theshatbagley.co.uk. Do you want to see what I found? I do, yes. Yeah. Women of the Moose, Sioux Falls, chapter number 273, South Dakota, 1980. Oh, I mean, if, so is this like some secret society or is this, uh, well, it's not secret, is it? Because you've just shown it. <laughs> I don't know. Women of the Moose. I don't think there's even a preface. Oh, here we go. There's a preface. There's a preface, Howard. Wow. <laughs> uh, the preface. Here you go. Women of the Moose, chapter 273 of Sioux Falls, South Dakota, was instituted December the 15th, 1940. Services held at 3 p.m. at the Moose Home. Mrs. May Force of Sioux City, Associate Dean of Friendship for Northwest Iowa and North and South Dakota, was in charge. And the chapter enrolled 34 members on the same day. And then they list all the women of the Moose officers. And we wish to thank all who have cooperated in making this work a success, particularly the committee who helped in gathering material for the compiling of this book. Let us in return express our sincere appreciation by supporting our chapter, plus proving that this is a very worthy organisation. I wonder if it's um, oh. a sort of WI in the cold. Uh, do you know, in the back of my mind, and it's very deep in the recesses, mm -hmm. I can see somebody singing. Uh... <laughs> what, does anybody singing? No, a musical that features some women of the moose or something like that. And I, I don't know whether it's um, it's Hermione Gingold or somebody like that in it. I don't... <laughs> Do you want me to have a look, see if I can find it? I, I, I thought it was the Music Man or something like that, but... Um, oh, members it... dedicate countless volunteer hours each year to over 1,400 chapters across the States and Canada as well as their own communities. Women of the Moose oh. is one of the largest contributors to the support and maintenance of Moose Heart Child City and School and Moose Haven Retirement Care Facility. Oh gosh, they do amazing things. Yes, it's, it's, so it's like a non-profit fraternal organisation, a bit like the Rotary Club or something like that, I think. Where can I, where have I seen somebody doing moose-like uh, activities? I don't know now. I need to look that up. I don't know who Hermione Gingold is. Don't you? Oh, you would. Would I? Yes. Uh, Hermione uh, Ferdinanda. Wow, what a middle name. Ferdinanda. Ferdinanda Gingold. Gingold. Oh, I English see. English actress. Oh, yes. So is she a member of the Moose? I don't know. <laughs> don't know. Uh, music man. Rarely wrong when it comes to your musicals. Am I not? Mm. That's about. Have you ever seen a moose? No, have you? No. I, only on pictures, but they look amazing creatures. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, they're often called uh, rubber-nosed swamp donkeys. They're what? Rubber-nosed swamp donkeys? Yeah, and a moose can kick in any direction with its front hooves. That's amazing. What? Any that? <laughs> that whoever's discovered that is speaking, obviously, from painful experience. Yes, because a cow or a horse, thinking about it, yes, horses can go up on their rear legs, can't they, and then do something with the fronts. But cows and what have you kick backwards with their back legs, they can't kick with their front. But a moose can kick with their front oh. legs. Talking of cows, oh, yes. that's a wonderful, wonderful leak. Good grief. Have, you ever... <laughs> have we ever practised? No, yeah. No. Have you ever made cheese? No. Well, I found a recipe in that very long titled book by Mary <laughs> for Cheshire, Cheshire cheese. Mm -hmm. And I thought, is it really as complicated as this? So it says, in preparing this article, the evening's milk is not touched till the next morning when the cream is taken off and warmed in a pan. Heated with boiling water, one third part of the milk is heated in a similar manner. So we've got to do all this division. Some milk taken night before, some milk heated through. The cow is being milked early in the morning, the new milk, and that of the preceding night thus prepared are poured into a large tub along with the cream. A piece of rennet kept in lukewarm water since the preceding evening is put into the tub in order to curdle the milk, and the curd is coloured by an infusion of marigolds or carrots being rubbed into it. This sounds like a lot of work, mm. doesn't it? It's then stirred together, covered up warm, allowed to stand about half an hour till coagulated. When it is first turned over with a bowl to separate the whey from the curds and broken soon after into small pieces, when it has stood some time, the whey is taken out and a weight laid at the bottom of the tub to press out the remainder. As soon as it becomes more solid, cut into slices. Then you take it out, break it, salt it, put it in cheese fat, weight it again. It's like, it goes on forever. Well, I guess I, that's I thought, why it's so expensive, because it's very time-consuming. Yeah. I'd never heard about colouring it with marigolds. No, no. Night milk is different to morning milk, definitely. Oh, people will be fascinated with this. I didn't know that. <laughs> well, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's um, it's a bit like your first wee of the morning when you've got to collect it for a sample. <laughs> In a shovel. Because uh, yeah, your no. morning milk. It's it's that's the that's when the girls will give more, and then. The afternoon's always a little less, and yeah, so morning milk is always different. Yeah. And does it? So it's got a different flavour, has it, or a different consistency? Or no, you, you'll not notice it um, until obviously it goes in the tank. Um, but it would be yeah. a different composition, slightly different to the morning milk yeah. with regards to the quality of it. Yeah. yeah. So that's why they're having to make a combination of warm, true night milk. And fresh, In fairness, fresh morning milk. I didn't know that. I just I didn't know that the that people with cheese. I didn't know that. No, no, no. Things you learn. Going back yeah. to this moose book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we talked about the stone soup. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's a similar one here that's been brought to the attention by Patty Baird. No calorie stew, and so it's three quarters water in a large cooking kettle. Add one nail, 
Boil for one hour. Add three pig squeals, two grunts, one sneeze. Stir well. <laughs> now add six large snowballs, three extra long tender icicles and 12 donut holes. Bring to a boil, reduce heat and stir gently. Decorate a large platter with styrofoam balls. Pour stew over all and garnish with toadstools. Let stand overnight, then feed to the garbage disposal. <laughs> and have you heard of a Swedish pancake? I don't know, actually. No, possibly not. I don't know. Well, Susan Montaz has sent in this. Three eggs, sifted flour, salt, milk and sugar. And you just beat the eggs till thick and lemon coloured, stir in the milk, sift dry ingredients, add to egg mixture, mixing till smooth, um, drop then onto moderately hot buttered griddle, or use a Swedish griddle, spread thinly on the griddle, turn when underside light brown, spoon melted butter over, sprinkle with sugar, stack makes 52. So Swedish oh, pancakes. Sounds a bit like a Scotch pancake. It does, it? doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. And uh, hi to Rachel Rhodes, who's kindly said, if you want a good laugh, listen to a Shat Bagley podcast. I thought she was telling us. (laughs) 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 And Kathy has said, I have bought these because I've heard so much about them on the Great British Bake Off. So I had sent, they were sent from Leicester via Royal Mail. And this lady is in America, but she's bought Mr. Kipling's six cherry bakewells. <laughs> <laughs> and um, thank you to Maggie, who sent us some vintage recipe books, which have now been digitised and has sent us a link. Uh, so uh, thank you. Thank you, Maggie, for that. There's quite a few other ones. So I'm sorry we've not been able to get around to everybody, but thank you ever so much. And we'll, we'll try and do a few more next week. But it's uh, always lovely to hear from you. So. Thank you very much. You do know we got into trouble putting that top ten of bakers. Oh yes! Did you see that? Oh, gosh! I, I, I didn't read it because I, I still live in a comfortable place where the the worst thing I think that was ever said about me whilst I was on Bake Off was that I looked like somebody who worked in Debenhams, and um, it was a specific branch of Debenhams, and I thought I'm going to call. I can cope with that, but I know there there can be an outpouring of venom and and vile, can't they? A vile or what? Yeah. Venom. And you handled it very well with your replies. I I didn't realise such a powder keg. If you put Great British Bake Off, there's so many yeah. responses. Yeah. I I mean to be honest, it it is really really subjective, isn't it? I I think you'll always come across people who you know, like certain people. I, went, I, I mean, I loved, when I, when I was on Bake Off, I, I loved Mel and Sue. And the number of events I went to where people would say, oh, are Mel and Sue as lovely as, as they are on mm. TV? And you'd say, yeah. And then other people would say, it'd be all right if it wasn't for those stupid things, you know. And you think, oh, gosh. Yeah. So people can have very very strong opinions about mm. other people i i just think don't no don't be nasty please. no there was nothing nasty was there but it was no, just i hadn't no. realized what gosh the yeah. um the passion that mm. uh, yeah oh speaking of passion did you see 
Because <laughs> I know we've talked about this and we're going to try it next time we see each other. Was it the left-sided hug? Oh, yes. Mm. Yeah. Well, there's been scientific research that a hug is not beneficial unless it's at least seven seconds long. That's interesting. Mm. Yeah. I can't be doing with that kind of mwah, mwah kind of where you're not, not really... It's just for show, isn't it? Excuse yeah, me, but... who does that to me when I see them? Peter does it. Yes, yeah. yeah. But but I think you I think if you I think if you grabbed him and forced him <laughs> by the a neck, close there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go so... on, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> I think I scare him a little, to be honest, Howard. Do you? I, 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 maybe that's that's what I like about you. Maybe you're both a bit scary. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so at least oh. seven seconds. It's to do with the releasing of whatever it releases. Oh. Um, I mean, I'm not thinking if you hug very tightly, you release a bit of wind because you're squeezing. <laughs> but if it's... Is it is it oxytocin uh, or is it serotonin? Which one is it? See what? Oxytocin. Oxytocin. Is it oxytocin? That's the one. That's the one. That releases milk from a cow. Oxytocin. Yeah. Oxytocin. Oxytocin. Whilst hugging. Let's have a look. Whilst hugging. Ah. Hugging often creates a feeling of calmness and relaxation. That's because of oxytocin. It's sometimes called the cuddle hormone. Oh, no. I love that. <laughs> yes. So there's a cuddle uh, hormone. Uh, oh, my Lord. It's more than seven seconds. It's now 20 seconds. It says when people hug for 20 seconds or more, the feel-good hormone oxytocin is released, which creates a stronger bond and connection between the huggers. So now it's 20 seconds. So what do you get after second, seven seconds, then? You don't get anything. Well, it's you need you get to a little keep bit. Going. But maybe yeah. not enough. Not enough. Oh. Oh, now. Interesting here. How long is too long for a hug? Oh, yes, because mm. you can get that, can't you? Yeah. <laughs> Psychologists in the UK have cracked the code on the ideal embrace, saying hugs should last between five and ten seconds. Longer hugs were found to provide an immediate pleasure boost compared to shorter ones. So, yeah, so they're now saying, oh, gosh, it's a minefield. Do you think we need a timer when we... Uh... A hug timer, yeah. But the cuddle cuddle hormone. Yeah, nice. I like that. <laughs> uh, have you seen your... Um, you're coming back. We've been invited back to Eastner Castle Chili Festival next year. I know. Can you believe that? What was... <laughs> what, what did that... Well... <laughs> Don't say that, H. Why would you not be no. coming back? Because I just I just think that's lovely. It just makes makes you feel like you've done something right, doesn't it? And that's that's yeah. really positive. Is it because you yeah. hugged the organizer for over seven seconds? Do you think? <laughs> <laughs> it might have been. <laughs> no, no, I, I I can be strangely affectionate. Do you know? I I went round to my mum's the other day and uh, was waving waving her off, got into a, uh, a taxi, and... <laughs> oh, God. 
where's this going? <laughs> he said, the taxi driver said, Howard, is it? And I said, yes, thank you, darling. And I called him darling because I was waving to my mum at the same time. And the look on his face, well, I can't say I'd got you mixed up with my mum. But I imagine showbiz types do that, don't they? Yes, I know, but it's not me, is it? Oh, bless you. It's only um, six weeks to Christmas. Yes, I know. Do you know what you, what you want? <laughs> <laughs> Are we thinking about another Christmas song? Do you know what? I would love to do one, but I just think your skills are definitely stronger in, in that area. <laughs> Hang on. I can have a, I can have a go, but I think... Uh, I think you have to you have to know where where your talents lie, don't don't you? And I think lyrically, I think I think you've got the um, the advantage there. <laughs> Did, but if it's my turn, if it's my turn, then that's fine. I remember last yeah. year you said, "Oh, I'll do next year's." Did I? Yes. All right then, that's fine. Right, okay. <laughs> but if you don't want to, then you'll have to say. No. So we had, it was Sleigh Ride, wasn't it, yes. uh, last year? Shabagali, 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 the show. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know when it was on oh, the compilation <laughs> last week, it said, was it 16 <clears throat> countries tuning into Little Old Us? It's now 43. Yeah. Wow. Mm. We've We'd have to we'd have to change that. You know, it's, it's just exactly the same song, but change <laughs> it to 43. <laughs> now, we'll have to think about it. Well, what if we yeah. both do one and then we'll choose? Choose? Yeah, yeah. We could we could put them both out and then people can select their favourite. Well, you know what's going to happen. That's going to cause a row, then. They're, they're all going <laughs> to choose Howard, aren't they, with the no. vote? Yes, of course they are. So. Yes, of course yeah. they are. So. We don't have to tell them who wrote which one. We could just do A and B. Which one do you prefer? <laughs> but that means we'll have to sing them both. Both, And yeah. then it kind of oh, it's, detracts from the... It's like, it's like Eurovision, like the early rounds of yes, Eurovision. Yes, we could, couldn't it? we? <laughs> yeah. Have you, have you thought about it? A song for Shaq Bagley. Yeah. Mm. Oh, unless we say which tune would the listener like... Oh, yes. Let's get people to choose a tune, then we'll write the lyrics to match. How great. That's a good idea. Okay. Really good. Right, so we'll, uh, there you are then. So Christmas song, well, there's two choices, because I did say after the compilation, if they didn't want us to do a Christmas song, they could let us know. But if you do <laughs> want us to let us do a Christmas song, if you choose which song tune, and then, well, should we give them an option? If we work yeah, we it could out. come up with some options and then we don't need to think now, do we? No. No. Oh, no. No. We'll do that then. We'll do some we'll do an option and then the listener will decide. Did you have to pay for copyright no. or something? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I knew the answer to that. <laughs> yeah. Kindly sponsored by absolutely nobody. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Is it the final of the bake off next week? Yes, it is. is yeah. It? Right. Yeah. yeah. I haven't watched any of them. 
Um, yeah. No. Oh, if you want to watch one, watch Pastry Week, which was the quarterfinal. Right. Because they've done all these interesting weeks, like Mexican Week and Custard Week and so on. And then they leave pastry until the quarterfinal. Hmm. And it's like, oh, my goodness. Some of these can't actually make pastry. Yeah. Oh. It's quite shocking. Really? Quite shocking. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I did a, an interview with British Forces Radio or oh, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, yes, yesterday. Yeah. Hmm. So. Did you give him a plug was... for Shat Bagley? Of course I did. did yeah. You? Oh, good lad. Yeah, mind you, she probably cut us out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've just got a picture on the wall that's not straight. <laughs> It's still not straight now. Have I ever said what happens if when when we were growing up and if I lost concentration like you did just now, my, what my mum would say? No. She'd suddenly, she'd suddenly go, chilly. Chilly? Hmm. What's that mean? Well, I presume you've gone cold or something. Because, you, you know, sometimes like you did, you just drifted off and did yeah. the picture. Yeah. And I don't know, if you weren't concentrating, mum would just say chilly. And then we'd know that, oh. yeah, she's spotted that you weren't paying attention. Oh, gosh. Mm. Okay. I'll, I'll listen out for that. Chili. Chili. <laughs> so when linking on to chili, mum's having a new fridge freezer next week, <laughs> <laughs> which I know is causing a little bit of um, uh, upset um, of, of, of logistics. But yeah. So is there anything yeah. else that uh, as mum has come well, up with? We're gradually moving through the house, I suppose. So what I have been doing is I've been decorating. I've been decorating the bathroom. Yeah, it just sounds as but... if you can't get through the house because it's either covered in thick treacle, or there's no, obstacles. No, no, we're just slowly. working. Do you remember? Do you remember when last year? I think it was last year. It could even have been the year before when she had a flood from the bathroom into the kitchen. Oh yes. So I finally been decorating the bathroom. Mm. Oh, my goodness, what a mess I've made. Oh, no. <laughs> You've made? Well, yes. You know, one of those light-fitting pull things. And uh, I thought I'd put a new one of those on because it was sticking. Well, I must have taken one of the screws out that I didn't need to take out. <laughs> and the whole thing just fell down onto the, on oh, no. the floor. Mm. Went all over and then I couldn't put it back together again. So I had to get it. Back in the packet as best as possible. Send it back to a well-known online retailer and get a, a replacement <laughs> one. So it's faulty. It's faulty, <laughs> this one. <laughs> so, and then the other day, I've, I've done all the painting, all the emulsioning, all the wallpapering and so on. It's only a small bathroom. I make it out like it's a big job. Uh, needs a new blind. So... I'd ordered a new blind, came to fit it the other day. I must have been about an hour trying to get these brackets up and then cut the roller blind. Did it, got it up, it's too short. So I've now got to order a new roller blind because I've I've cut it too short. So I said to my mum, well, uh, at least let me do something else before I go back. I said, let me put that little bathroom shelf back up. So got it out, ready to put up. And I said to her, do you know, since we've decorated in here, this 
this is looking a bit kind of yellowy, the, the white paint on it. I think what I'll do is I'll repaint this, put a coat of this lovely pale blue that we've, we've used in the bathroom. Hmm. Do you know, I could have kicked myself afterwards because I thought what I could have done is I could have taken the shelf and the paint home with me and put a few coats on and then brought your shelf back. She said, I don't think they'd have let you in the, the Uber with a wet shelf. I said, no, I wouldn't have painted it before I took it home. <laughs> the website I mentioned, Helping Cats in Cyprus, is fishingforfelines.com. And Luan is the amazing lady's name, and it was Indiana she originates from. H couldn't find anything about a musical featuring a moose, and just thinking about tunes... Uh, Howard and I will put a few options that you can vote for regards our Christmas tune and we'll post them on our Facebook and Instagram pages. Thank you for your messages over the last couple of weeks too and kind words and as always our email podcast at theshatbagley.co.uk So that's it for another week. Thank you for listening and see you next time. Oh, hang on. It's H ringing. Uh Hmm. You want to see our holiday slides? Okay, maybe not my bruised bosom, though, eh? Otherwise, I'll feel as if I'm channeling your Uncle Walt. <laughs> <laughs>